Welcome to the podcast. We do recover with Jared Miller, your host. And I'm Dr. Terry Sellers, your co-host. This is a podcast about recovery from addiction. We want to talk about what successful recovery can look like. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise Up Supplements, and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. Listeners, welcome to another episode of We Do Recover. I'm your host of this thing, Jared Miller. Sadly, my co-host, my guy, my friend, the Doc Sellers, he had some automobile problems. He wasn't able to make it down today. We wish him the best. However, I do have two legendary guests here joining me via Skype. Chaz Smith, a.k.a. Kalichi. Chaz, how you doing? Excellent. How are you? I'm good, brother. Good, good. And Joe Nestor. Joe, how's it going, man? Oh, man, things are going great, man. <clears throat> good. Excited to be on here. I'm excited to have you guys. So I kind of, yeah, I'm just hoping this one's just kind of like a relaxed, chill. It's, uh, let's talk about life, your guys' life today, some music, some upcoming events that we have in the state of Utah, my hometown, mm-hmm. and we'll just rock and roll and have a good time with it. Sound good? Absolutely. Sounds great. Sweet. Okay. So first of all, episode 121 is brought to us by High Desert Counseling. High Desert Counseling is a progressive substance abuse treatment facility with a practical approach. They offer day treatment, morning and evening IOP, continuation of care, and Prime for Life programs. Check out their website at highdesert.help or give them a call at 435-673-2899. Their facilities are located in St. George in Cedar City, Utah. Episode 122 is also brought to us by Rise Up Supplements. Rise Up Supplements is a nootropic line aimed at optimizing brain function, and supporting mental health. They have two powerful blends. Mindful Mood helps decrease anxiety and enhance mood. MindShift helps increase focus and optimize brain function. Check out their website at riseupsups.com. That's R-I-S-E-U-P-S-U-P-S dot C-O-M. At checkout, punch in podcast 20 for a listener exclusive 20% off your entire order. We appreciate both of those agencies sponsoring this podcast. All right, man, let's kick this thing off. So I we've actually done a, episodes before, right? So Joe, it started off with you, episode 78, Behind the Music with Joe Nestor. For those that are listening to this, go back, check out episode 78. That was a good time, man. And then it was amazing. Kalichi, we recently did one. Episode yes. 109. Uh-huh. Episode 109, man. Oh. So if you guys haven't heard those, go back, check out the episodes that we've done in the past, 78 with Joe Nestor, 109 with Kalichi, and 122 with all of us here today. I'm stoked. What I have kind of wondered is if I'm a fan of your guys, which, yes, I I definitely am, right? So I fall in this category. I kind of want to know, like, Chaz and Joe behind the scenes, right? So... I know you both have significant others. I always love when people ask me about Mandy. So I'm going to ask you guys. Uh, Chaz, let's have you go first. How, how's Hannah doing, man? She is doing excellent. Um, our relationship continues to grow. We still have not uh, picked a date yet for the wedding. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's such a beautiful life that I never would have imagined that I would have found someone that was right for me in so many words. Uh, I'm actually going to her home group, you know, right after this, and I'll get to see her tonight. And then tomorrow I'll be with her all day because we actually have a speaker jam that we have to attend. And um, I don't know, it's just good. Our relationship's good. Uh, You know, the whole family's good. The kids are good. Uh, My daughter's going to graduate preschool two days after we actually get home from Utah. So uh, it's just going to be, yeah, I know it's going to be an eventful, uh, early June. So. Nice, man. Good for you. Look at the uh, smile on, look at the smile on Fleechy's uh-huh. face as he's talking about all that. Right. I love it, bro. I love it. That's right. <laughs> all right, Joe, how's, how's faith? Love faith, man. Oh, I love man. seeing you guys' pictures on Facebook, social media. How's faith doing? She's doing amazing, man. Like she's, uh, <clears throat> man, this, these past couple months have just been a little chaotic because, uh, we just got news this week. Um, that we are approved and everything, and we're getting ready to foster uh, two little ones. Uh, one, Anna Lee, who is, is who's only 10 months old, and her brother Roz, who is two years old. 
and uh, in the next few weeks, we'll be fostering them. So she's been busy, man, getting the extra room ready and just getting the house ready. Like, you know how women are, man. It's just as yeah, soon as buddy. that news came in, she's just like, you know, ready to go, you yeah. know, but she's amazing. Life is amazing. So that's good, man. We, that's good for you both. Congratulations. You? That's incredible Thank stuff. You. That's incredible stuff. You both have a lot to a lot to be thankful for. Both blessed dudes. Okay, so along these same grounds, hypothetical question, just getting to know you guys. Chaz, let's have you go first. You're hanging out on a Friday night with Hannah. What TV show series are you guys watching when you're (laughs) Netflix and chilling or whatever, Apple TV or, you know, what what do you guys usually watch, man? I mean, honestly, she does. It's so crazy, but she does not watch TV like she legit does not watch TV. I mean, we'll watch (laughs) we, we watch movies here and there, but they're always movies that. I've seen 15 times um, and she hasn't seen it all. So she's always asking me a million questions uh, throughout the, <laughs> throughout it. But uh, I mean, I've watched personally have watched basically anything that you could, you know, off the top of your head from like midnight to 2 a.m. Cause I'm like kind of a night owl. That's like when I'll watch TV and uh, I've seen it all. Nice, man. Nice. So it, it's too funny. Me and Mandy are kind of the same way. I'm a little bit older than her and like, we'll just be chopping it up. Right. And she'll be like, I'll be like, have you heard of this? You know, have you seen this movie or <laughs> like, what was the one gladiator Braveheart? There's been a couple of them. And she's like, oh, I've never seen it. I'm like, Oh, we gotta watch yeah. that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love her to death, but uh, I was like, even a couple months ago, I forget what we were talking about, but I was like, um, I don't even know how Woodstock came up, but I was like, yeah, you know, it was like Woodstock. And she was like, Woodstock. And I was like, yeah, you know, the huge concert, you know, in 1969. And it was, you know, legendary and all that. And she had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in her defense, though, she is a lot younger than me, but still I was, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Too funny, man. Too funny. Cool. All right. So Joe, same question. You and Faith are hanging out, kicking it on a Friday or Saturday night, right? What what show, what what are you guys watching? So we ca- we go back and forth. We take turns who picks the movies, and normally, like she likes to, she likes these movies that are usually like has to do something with like kidnapping or private investigations, some, murder mystery shows, like yeah, murder yeah. mysteries, stuff like that, and I. I know I'm like 10 years sober and clean, but I'm the guy who still wants to watch like American Gangster or, or like yeah. Donnie Brasco, like these old, like Goodfellas and old gangster mob movies. Like that's just my thing. <clears throat> nice. Nice. I love it. So you guys kind of take turns, pick out each, you know what I mean? Different weeks, different yeah. shows. Cool. Yeah. Have you guys, do you guys have Apple TV by chance? I don't. I have like everything except for Apple TV and I have all Apple products. So you would think that I would uh, have it, but I don't. Dude, there are two shows on Apple TV that me and Mandy have been binge watching, right? We love them. The first one shrinking. It's like about this therapist that is a complete train wreck. Like he just does not have his life together whatsoever. His wife recently passed away. Oh my gosh. It's hilarious. And then the other one, I'm not like a video game guy, but it's called Mythic Quest. And it's about this company that makes video games and just all the dysfunction. It's kind of like it's kind of like the office, I guess, only for like a video game, you know, you get to know the different. Yeah. Anyways, cool, man. So put it on the bucket list. You'll have to check out Apple TV and <coughs> and give one of those a give one of those a shot. All right. So what's that? Oh, you good? Okay, I thought you had something. Okay, so let's get to, we've kind of hinted, we've talked about, well, that was before we, that was before Sean hit play. We talked about you guys coming to Utah, Uh right? We got two major events. We're about a week out. This time next week, you'll both be in Utah. So let's talk about them. Uh, Joe, why don't you hit us with the first one? So the first one is in uh, Ogden, Utah, June 3rd, SJS. Um. And I think it's at the Ogden Amphitheater. Yeah, buddy. And too. I think it's it starts at 11 a.m. It's going to go all day, man. It's just I had the the pleasure of coming out last year and performing, and uh, man, it was just an amazing time. 
like seriously, the, the scenery, the people, like the fun, the fellowship, everyone that was involved, it was just, it was an amazing time. And, uh, from the looks of it, this year is going to be even bigger. So I'm super excited. So yeah, June 3rd in Ogden, Utah at the Ogden amphitheater at 11 AM. Yeah. Chantel knows how to throw a recovery party, right? Town in the park, baby. Dude, Chantel Valley camp. Like it's the man, dude, there, there's some good people. Yeah. To just, say the least. just last week I had her on as a guest and she shared kind of the story behind SJS and all that stuff is good. So if you live in Northern Utah, my people, my people, my people, if you live in Northern Utah, come out to the Ogden Amphitheater June 3rd. It starts at 11 o'clock. It's going to go all day. We have both Chaz, a.k.a. Kalichi, and Joe Nestor that are going to be headline performing at that event. And then uh, Chaz, if you want to take the second one the next day, six hours later. Yeah, so the next day, six hours later, if you live in Southern Utah, uh, it is – presentation called a recovery concert and it is in st george utah and it obviously is in june 4th starts at seven o'clock and i don't know i know that i truly am excited to even just be in the vicinity of utah because i've never been there and um i just hear nothing about how beautiful it is and uh I don't know. It's just always such an, you know, every time I'm afforded the opportunity to even go to any type of event and, you know, and, and share my music and my experience and my strength and my hope, you know, I always go with trying to portray, you know, some type of message. And, um, I don't know. It's always good. The solidarity, the unity, every time that we get together, you know, for events like this. So, um, you know, if you're in the area or even if you're in Nevada or California or Arizona or want to travel to come see us perform, you know, it's going to be so much more than just Joe and I performing. So absolutely, just give it a, you know, just give it a chance and, uh, and come out and, uh, it might be the life-saving message that you need that day. Hey, well said, man. I love the shout outs to the surrounding states. We actually have, so I'm pretty pumped about this. This is the first time that I've actually like headed an event like this. I don't think in St. George, Utah, it's a small town in the, you know, the bottom uh, west corner of, of Utah has ever seen an event like this. So it's going to be crazy. It's on a Sunday, June 4th, 7 p.m. There's going to be people from everywhere across the state of or across the nation coming for the Aaron Navarro softball memorial tournament. So while you're here and you're in town, you, those people are recovery people come out to the concert, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've already, Absolutely, sold, man. we've already sold a couple hundred tickets. If you go to our Facebook page, we do recover with Jared Miller. You can see the flyer, scan the QR code, get yourself some tickets. Um, yeah. Quick little shout out to our sponsors for that event. Our platinum package is um, and again, this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for these people. So I do want to give them their moment to, to just say thank you. And we're extremely grateful in a platinum package, extra Mart Chevron. Thank you guys so much. Gold package, cloud nine vapor. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Fit to recover. Thank you. Acadia school and spa. Really appreciate it in the silver sponsorship package. Rise up supplements. We really appreciate it. Colt equity, the right real estate group. And again, if it like, man, if it wasn't for the amazing sponsors, we wouldn't be able to put on these type of events and get high quality people like Kalichi and Joe Nestor coming out. So we just really, man, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Cool. All right. I'm looking forward to that. That's one week away. I know. That's crazy, man. It like, came I've quick. been literally like I remember the last episode when we were talking on this. Um, what was it, episode seventy eight? Is that 78? what you said it was? Yeah. Dude, I remember after that episode talking to you and just being like, dude, like we need to figure out a way to get you out to my neck of the woods and just kind of like setting the ball in motion and to just watch you uh, put in the work and, um, you know, obviously all the sponsors and everyone who came together to support this uh, and just to, to watch everything come to fruition and make this you know, actually happen. It's, it's amazing. And, uh, I can't wait to come out and, uh, rock the house with you guys. So thanks, man. Well, I'm super stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chaz, I know you haven't been to Utah before. Super excited to have you out. I think that you're going to love it. You're going to fall in love. 
Now, listen, we have two different events, two different days. We are in the top of Utah, northern Utah. So Wyoming, Idaho, some of those neighboring states come out to town in the park at the Ogden Amphitheater, June 3rd. If you're in the next day, June 4th, those surrounding states that Cleachy called out in southern Utah come out to St. George, Utah. It's going to be the Cox Performing Arts Building, which is a beautiful big stage we already got the video. We got the the big old video screen behind you guys. We're going to be playing, you know, some some videos of you guys' uh, music videos while you guys are out performing. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait. Well, we've talked about you guys. I appreciate it. Let's get to some of the music. You guys cool with that? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do a little round robin here, a little uh, Russian roulette. I'm going to ask my, my guy Sean Denovan to cue up our first song here. Some of you fans, you probably noticed this one. We're going to hear from Joe afterwards. Thank you, Sean. Whoo! To hear the passion in that voice. All right, Joe, what was that song and when did you write it? Let's get the details behind it, buddy. The Nitty Gritty. All right. So <laughs> that song is actually the song to set my music career in motion. Um, it's Never Gonna Take My Soul. That's the name of it. And I actually originally wrote that song in 2009, sitting in a prison cell. Um, facing some pretty serious charges and, uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it back home, mm. to be honest, um, with my previous record and everything. And I was looking at a lot of time in prison and, um, you know, that thought, you know, of never being able to come home again, um, <clears throat> is very defeating, you know, to say the least. And, um, as reality set in, I, I just remember thinking to myself sitting in that cell, like, man, dude, like my freedom's gone, you know, like, but something inside of me said, like, you know, you can take the house, you could take the car, um, mm -hmm. you know, you can take all these material things from me. Um, but I'm smart enough to know that like, it's much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. You know, the real war is, is spiritual warfare and it's over our souls. And, uh, no matter where I'm sitting at, whether it's, you know, in a nice home, you know, with my family or, or if I, if I'm sitting in a prison, you know, one thing you can never take is you can never take my soul. You know what I mean? Because I put my trust in, in God and, uh, I ended up writing this song and, uh, obviously, you know, I got released and, I ended up getting clean and sober and I, and I put that on my first album and it just kind of took off, man. And to see the impact that it's had on all these people, uh, all over the world, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. That's incredible. But that's incredible, bro. Thank you for sharing that. So <laughs> when you Absolutely. send me the clip that we're going to be playing at the uh, recovery concert, it's got you like mm -hmm. tapping on like a prison cell door. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even recognize you, man. I was like, holy cow, who's this young kid? And you're like looking over at the camera kind of nervous. And that was like, you're you're right. That was like the start, right? Because then fast yeah, forward man. to some of your other stuff where it looks like you're just in paradise in Florida. I mean, just to see yeah. the growth was crazy, you know, crazy, Absolutely, man. man. Crazy. Absolutely, man. Kalichi, what do you think of Never Gonna Take My Soul by Joe Nestor? Oh, I absolutely love it. Um such a powerful song. And uh, I don't know, even as he's, as we were playing that, I was thinking of uh, how many times a uh, song by him. And uh, we had the opportunity to go on tour in 2019. And out of all five of us, out of all the songs that I know and hear, 
that's the one that reminds me of that month of October the mm. most. It's whenever <laughs> I listen so to cool. that. And, uh, and it is, I don't remember exact cause we, Joe and I met pretty, pretty, uh, after you released that, we met pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? Like right after that, correct? Um, after, after I released what never going to take my soul. Yeah. Yeah. It was shortly after that. Um, and we met in Baltimore, correct? Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So 2000 and like late seven. Or 2000 early or 2018 early? No, it was 2017. No? It was, was it? yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was late summer, summer yeah, that, of like 2017. Okay, yeah. So, so you guys have known each other and been friends for over six years. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome, man. That's way that's awesome. crazy. All right, in this first segment, we got about four and a half minutes. We're going to let about a minute and 15 of this next one play on our next little Russian roulette, Name That Song. If you're listening on Facebook, type in the title. Give a shout-out to my guy, Kalichi. Here he is. See, everybody got a story to tell. Well, here's mine. My pain's deep. I've been through hell. I managed to survive, so I got a story to tell. Listen, I stand victorious, make the sign of the cross. Look, I'm here to be the voice for every friend I've ever lost. Let me pray as I put together my hands. I've never been ashamed to tell you the person I am. When it comes to doing drugs, I've never been a rookie, but hold up. Let me tell you about the places that they took me. I haven't showered. It's been possibly a week, and I'm so deep in a psychosis. Impossible to speak. That coke is in my arm. Okay, let's let's roll. Roll that one down. Mm-hmm. All right, Chaz, aka Kalichi. What was that song? And let's get the let's get the grip behind it. Uh, that song was called Drug Addiction, and um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just uh, you know my music has always been about you know addiction and recovery to an extent. Uh, you know, even songs before that, I had songs like Feel It in the Air and I had songs like Paradise that were real descriptive as far as, you know, the lengths I went in my, you know, in my addiction. But I don't know. I just randomly one day heard this freestyle um, about this guy just talking about his life. And um, I was like, you know what? I should just do something like that, you know, but do a very detailed version of it. And however long it, you know, because back then, well, even today. But back then, I, I used to love to make, you know, really long songs. Um, and that's just what I did. And uh, when I first started writing, you know, I was talking about, you know, active addiction and, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the life that I lived. And then like halfway through the song, I was like, you know what, I should really find a solution. There should be a solution, you know, in, in, in this song. And that's exactly what I did because I wasn't exactly living that lifestyle at that moment. Um, I was just describing where I was coming from. So it was really important for me to put the emphasis on how I was living today, you know, to let people know. And, um, and to be honest, uh, you know, I thought that song was, was going to do good. And and when I say good, I just meant like it was going to do, you know, better than, you know, my previous songs. And, you know, I never, um, in a million years thought that, uh, that it would go as far as it has. And, um, you know, even today talking to my sponsor and I mentioned about going to Utah, you know, next week. And he was like, you never pictured this. And I was like, I never ever would have pictured my life like this. And, um, and honestly, it just came from a lot of hard work and and dedication and, and motivation and, uh, just grinding, man, just grinding for 10 years without an audience and just keep, keep, kept making songs and just kept putting stuff out there, being as honest as possible, not caring what people thought, uh, you know, about people judging me. And, uh, and by doing that, I really did find the freedom. Um, I found freedom from self and, uh, Yeah. Kalichi, I was going to say, man, I think that that's like the first time I heard drug addiction, I was like, dang, he went there, right? Like it's it, like, it, it is very raw. It is very gritty. It, it, it's just the cold, hard truth. And the way that it sounds, there's so much passion behind it. Like you could tell that you were, it, it was very meaningful. You were, t- you were telling your story. I'm done it, talking. Joe, help me out here. What did you think of Kalichi's song, Drug Addiction? You remember when you first heard it and you're, it's got that shock I, factor, bro. I still, I still to this day remember exactly where I was at the first time I heard that song. <clears throat> I was in a phone room working an insurance job <laughs> for car <laughs> warranties in yes. South Florida. Yes. And I heard this song 
and immediately had goosebumps because everything that he was talking about, I mean, it was so raw. And so, I mean, there was parts in it that were vulgar, you know what I mean? As far as like the specifics of drug addiction. Yeah, he gets it. it, it, Man, dude, it's just amazing, man. Seriously. Thank you, Joe. We've run out of time in this first little segment, but don't worry. We've got 25 minutes coming back right after this break. You are listening to We Do Recover with Jared Miller and co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. We'll be right back after this short break with more of We Do Recover with Jared Miller. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise of Supplements, and the Hilton Garden Inn. High Desert Counseling is an adult outpatient substance abuse treatment facility. We offer multiple services, including day treatment, morning and evening intensive outpatient services, continuing care, and Prime for Life. What makes us different is our emphasis on gathering all of the information before enrollment. We do this by offering a thorough evaluation by a credentialed professional. Once we have committed to you and you have committed to us, don't worry, insurance will not dictate your treatment. Lastly, the pretzel effect. We are a brief intervention where we connect our clients to community, mental health, and medical professionals to help maintain recovery for life after treatment. At High Desert Counseling, we strive to be the bridge from active addiction to recovery, community, and connection. We welcome you back to We Do Recover with Jared Miller, co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise Up Supplements, and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. And now with part two of our podcast, Jared Miller and Dr. Terry Sellers. And we're back, everybody. We are back, baby. Episode 122, part two, is brought to us by the Hilton Garden Inn. It is always sunny and bright at the Hilton Garden Inn. Listen, if you or a loved one is traveling to southern Utah, like Joe Nestor and Kalichi are just getting ready to do next week, give the Hilton Garden Inn a Google search. Type in Hilton Garden Inn, St. George, Utah. They have amazing amenities, a uh, beautiful place. I I probably shouldn't... Uh, they may, That may or may not be the place where our artists are going to be staying while they're in town. I apologize ahead of time, guys, if you guys get flocked there. Uh, oh, man, I just... Yeah. So, we love the Hilton. The Hilton takes care of us. So... Let's jump back into it. Joe, we just heard Drug Addiction by Kalichi. You were saying you were selling insurance. Yeah. It came on. It spoke to you, probably because you've lived that too, right? Let's so that's that. what I was getting ready to say, man. Like, I'm sitting in this phone room selling extended auto warranties in South Florida. Like, I had just started writing, you know, music about my addiction and stuff like that. And, uh, here comes this guy named Kalichi with this song, Drug Addiction. <laughs> and it gives me goosebumps literally all up and down my arms because the things that he was talking about, like, yeah, I said it was raw, a little vulgar, but that's drug addiction, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, talking about the abscesses, talking about, like, the, the crest white strips boosting and stuff like that. And, and that was the life that I lived prior to coming into recovery. And everything that he was talking about was so spot on. And it was just so raw and so emotional that it, it immediately struck a chord with me. And, uh, and, uh, and of course, it, it had that beat, that infamous beat in the background that, that you know, I just... Oh, yeah. It was just... Uh, it was well-crafted to say the least. And like, at first I'm looking at the song, I'm like, bro, this song is like half of an album, you know, like the length. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no way, you know what I mean? But I literally sat there and listened to the whole song word for word. And, uh, it, it was just, it was an amazing song. So it's no wonder it has the traction that it has and has made the impact, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was a it it was a shocker when I first heard it. I can remember I was in Layton, Utah, and my buddy was like, "Have you heard of that?" Whoop de whoop, and I'm like, "What? No." He played it, and I was like, "Dang, yeah, it was it was crazy." So you guys also you do uh, a lot of music about addiction, substance abuse, right? Your guys's uh, experiences <coughs> with it. Um, you also do some mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, can I? Let's go, Sean. Um, we're going to throw out the Russian roulette because we might jump around for a sec. Let's get Anxiety by Joe Nestor. Dude, 
love the guitar. Man. All right, let's fade that out. Thank you, Sean. Oh, anxiety by Joe Nestor. Joe, let's talk about that for a second. That it like has it changes up a couple different times there, dude. It's it's yeah. Talk to me. Let's get the details behind anxiety. I mean, it kind of like resembles the the same thing, kind of like what people go through who deal with anxiety. You know what I mean? So I wanted to emulate that energy into the song. It's kind of all over the place. You know what I mean? You have these slow parts, you have these aggressive parts, you have these rap parts, you have these singing parts, but it's the same thing that I'm talking about. These, these controlling thoughts that are in my mind. And, um, man, dude, (laughs) if we go back, um, to where I was at mentally when I wrote that song, um, I actually wrote it while Chaz, and this is while we were on tour in, in 2019. Oh, wow. And um, I had so much going on in my personal life. You know, I, I had our, our Faith and I's oldest daughter and her boyfriend staying with us, and her boyfriend was was struggling with drugs and alcohol at the time. And we were trying to get him into treatment and dealing with all that while I'm on tour, trying to find him a bed somewhere. And dealing with so many other things in my personal life and then, you know, going on stage, I suffer from social anxiety. Mm. And I think Chaz can testify to this, dude. We used to pray before I would go on stage because I would get so like anxious uh, before I would go on stage that I would literally get on there. And like the first five minutes, I'd be so nervous looking at the crowd and looking at everybody that I'd forget my own words to my own songs. You know, and um, that's that's just the things that I was going through just because I had so much going on in my life. And uh, so that song, that was just a way music has always been a a therapeutic outlet for me. And uh, I wrote that song literally while we were on tour in 2019. And it just kind of like blew up out of nowhere. So, Joe, it probably doesn't help the anxiety when you fly to northern Utah and there's a lot of trees and there's a lot of dust and it's a mountainy range and <laughs> and you got to you got to text the MC the day of and you're like man I'm having allergies and my throat's swollen I don't sound right you remember that last year ah, dude that was so there's bad. a little there's a little behind the scenes story so Kalichi let's give oh, you some man. advice bro bring some Claritin maybe a, a a neti pot right the allergies are real here you know what I mean we got a lot of plants yeah, yeah I I can deal with uh the anxiety of uh allergies and stuff like that but no everything joe just said uh i relate to to this day i still relate to to a degree you know what i mean so i don't know it's gonna uh i've gotten a lot better uh doing shows and stuff like that but i don't know anxiety is so tricky and it's so uh it is just so uh you know sneaky you know and um it's a subtle foe it like yeah. creeps in, you know, yeah, and if yep. you don't catch it in time, it can spiral, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of that, Kalichi, you got a song. Sean Deniman's going to get it pulled up for us. Let's go. Let's go with uh, mental health. Mental health. I can't help it. Help it help I wish I could turn my mind off. Just once. Even for just a moment. moment. I wish I didn't think the way I do. You know, why do I choose to believe the lies I tell myself? It never stops. 
There's a glimpse, a little inside look of the mind of Kalichi at times, huh? So Joe's was, was on anxiety. I heard you mention, uh, man, mental torture and depression in there. Let's talk. Let's get the details behind mental it health is. by Kalichi. You know, and um, uh, I mean, I, I believe that addiction and mental health go uh, hand in hand. You know, I for so many of us, you know, I'm just speaking from my own experience, but you know, I think the the self-medicating that comes along with drugs and alcohol, you know, was, was the absolute lifesaver, you know, back then. Uh, but then, you know, it really did become the problem and it became my problem very quickly, you know? Um, but even when I got clean, you know, and, uh, all my attempts at getting clean and all that, I still would get, you know, these, um, just these uncomfortable feelings and this depression and this anxiety and this, these, you know, torturous thoughts towards myself, um, you know, and, and so many words, you know, it is almost like, you know, addiction trying to attack me, you know, and telling me that I'm nothing, regardless of the love and support that I have in my life. And, you know, and everyone could be saying good things about me, but it's just still what I always think about myself. And, uh, you know, and at times I would just really struggle with that, you know, even when I was, you know, living my best meaning like you know truly living in god's will and just you know you know not harming anybody helping others uh it is it's just something that could just always creep up on me you know but like i truly am you know proud to say that like i don't know the last couple years you know my depression has pretty much been completely eradicated like i have these down moments and I have these intervals that are, are real small where I, I might, you know, get that anxiety where it feels like that pressure on my chest. But, you know, 95 percent of my moments throughout my day, I don't know. I just I feel I feel OK. I feel OK in my comfortable in my own skin. That's all. I, that's what I wanted my entire life was to just be, you know, be completely sober and just be comfortable in my own skin and just be able to do what I have to do and handle, handle my business and just be a productive member of society. And, uh, you know, it, it's taken a lot of work to get where I am today, but, um, it was so worth it. Absolutely. So worth it, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. That, uh, I appreciate that. Joe, you, mm -hmm. can you relate, man? 100% man. I, I, I agree with, I mean, most of Kalichi's songs I can relate to, you know, and this is no different, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, regardless of, you know, I know it talks about, you know, drowning in your surroundings, you know, and, and uh, a lot of times, you know, we like, like Chaz was saying, you know, we had, we had these people, you know, no matter how much they try to love on us, no matter, you know, they try to lift us up, they speak these positive things to us, you know, almost like we're our own worst critics, you know, not just as musicians, but just as recovering addicts and just as people in general. Uh, and I think it comes from addiction, you know, like we have this sense of like kind of low self-esteem, we kind of beat ourselves up and then refusing to ask for help. You know, we, we put those thoughts start to come in. And regardless of what people are telling us, we start to believe the lies that the enemy tells us and it kind of shuts us down. And uh, it's almost debilitating to where you can't even ask for help if you don't catch it. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah, well so I said. definitely relate to it. Well said, well said. And, and uh, Kalichi stated something that I, I mean, that this is, this is what I do, right? As a substance abuse counselor, it's like, is it the chicken or the egg? You know, does the mental health cause the drugs or did the drugs cause the mental health? And at the end of the day, you know, that both arguments on both sides could could be valid. Right. And so, yeah, man, it's uh, mental health is something I'm especially after this pandemic that we went through, you know, what I mean, a, a few years back there that everybody's a little bit more aware of. 
And I think with artists like yourselves putting songs out there like anxiety and mental health and talking about this stuff, like it sparks conversations. It sparks yeah. discussions. It, it, it combats that stigma of mental health and substance abuse. Like it makes it so that we can have conversations about it and people feel like they're not so shamed and you know what Absolutely. I mean? I mean, this is how I look at it. Um, I think a lot of us and most of us, um, suffer with it to a certain degree. You know what I mean? And, and me, like I said, like the music is like a therapeutic outlet for me, you know? So like when I had this darkness or whatever, and it starts to feel like it's overwhelming to the point where the darkness is starting to consume me, I have to get it out. I have to write about it mm. because when I write about it and I speak about it and I, I, I put it out there, it's almost like it, it brings that darkness to the light. And it can spark that conversation to where you don't feel alone. So, yeah, well mm -hmm. stated. What you got for me, Kalichi? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I was just sitting here thinking about that in general, just about how I don't know, like my mental health and how it's played a part on me. You know, whenever. So whenever I first got clean, and even to this day, you know, so when when I first like put down the drugs and alcohol. You know, I still, and I will like, you know, I will talk about this to anyone I talk about, and it's just my own personal experience, but I was still left with this giant void inside of me mm. that I didn't exactly even really know what it was. And, uh, you know, so once I put down the drugs and alcohol, I really was still left with me. You know, I thought it was that simple. I just quit, quit using my life was going to be amazing. And that's that. You know, but then I'm left with all these, you know, these ideas and these attitudes and these behaviors and these defects and all these things that want to suffocate me, you know, you know, wow, I'm clean. And um, if I'm not filling that void with with spiritual things, if I'm not filling it with, you know, my own, own personal relationship with God, you know, in benevolence and, you know, and helping others and stuff along them lines, then um, I'm either like, you know, feeding the, the bad dog or like I'm feeding the good one. And, um, the more that I would, you know, do bad stuff. And, and I just meant like acting out on behaviors, whatever it is, gambling, you know, cheating, whatever it would be. Yeah. The you know, unmanageability. That is, yeah. Yeah. That, that's just gonna, that's gonna pull me down and drown me faster. And that is going to magnify the feelings that I'm already feeling, you know, if you're someone like me and, um, so it just was always good about just being cautious of my decisions and, you know, and being very cautious, of, you know, things that I did because it really does, you know, affect someone like me in the long run. And, um, just always trying to stay centered. Like that's my goal today is to just always try and stay centered with God and, and just be a good person and, you know, be a good family man. And I'm serious when I really focus on that type of stuff, the acceptance and the surrender, all this stuff in my life just comes almost naturally, you know, and it just, life is so much easier and it's so much smoother when I'm not going against the grain. Yeah, man. I love that. I love that. Two concepts that I always make sure that each one of my clients understand clearly is powerlessness. I'll just summarize it real quick. One is too many and a thousand's never enough. If you make it into a substance abuse treatment facility, your brain has been hijacked. You can no longer use recreationally. You can no longer drink socially. That's just not a thing for us anymore. The second piece that I always push onto people is exactly what Kalichi's talking about and Joe's talking about right now. It's the unmanageability. It's dealing with our defects of character. It's dealing with those emotions that make us uncomfortable and make us want to run back to the substance abuse. If we can acknowledge that one's too many and a thousand's never enough, and we can learn how to deal with the unmanageability of our own thoughts and emotions in our lives, we do recover. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yes. Let's get back to Boom. the music, fellas. I love it, man. This is good conversation. Woo! Yes. Man, everybody practice a little 12-step uh, and share this out, man. Continue to spread the word. Ooh, this is good stuff. Okay, I actually am going to get a little selfish here. we got about uh, eight minutes left. You each have a song. Man, I'm going to try not to get emotional. You guys both know, you know, you're, you're uh, friends of mine that, that me and Mandy recently lost uh, uh, our baby girl. And I can say... In, in the eight plus years, I'm coming up on nine, my life in recovery today, there I've gone through some hard things. This was probably top one or two hardest thing I've gone through. And in, in kind of some of those moments of despair, I looked for inspiration. I looked for uh, something to kind of help me get through it. 
And um, anyways, let's let's get to it. I just want Joe Nestor. Thank you so much, man. You it, like when you wrote this song, it touched me in a way in my time of need. And I needed it. So I just I want to say thank you. And Sean Denvin, if you could roll uh hold her. Beautiful song, man. I don't ever want to be someone I'm not Walking around and bragging about everything that I ain't got Just a simple guy, I don't lie to please And that's the truth I'm just fine with a couple of lines Sitting down at the lake with you Thank you, Sean. Man, I heard that. I heard that song probably the second day after, after Mandy uh, miscarried, and and man, it just reminded me of like what was important, you know. So thank you, I appreciate it. And you guys sent gifts, like man, you and Faith, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. We love and appreciate you too, brother. And you guys have been in our prayers more than you know. Talk so to me just about know that, man. Yes. Thank you, bro. I, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to give you a big hug and faith, a big <laughs> hug. Uh, talk to me about hold her. That's a different style, man. It's a different, right? Like you, it is, it's, it's like that. It's got that country feel, you know, mm. and that's just kind of like, I don't want to be boxed in as far as genres or specific types of music, you know, like I know that I'm known in the recovery community and uh, which is great, you know, but here's the thing. The thing is there's life outside of recovery as well, you know, and, uh, the Lord blessed me with an amazing woman, you know, um, who most days I feel like I don't deserve, you know, <laughs> I am blessed beyond measure. And, um, man, dude, it's just such a special song. And, uh, it just came out. It had that country feel when I started writing about it. I'm like, dude, well, most country songs are about girls, you know, <laughs> either that or, or it's about like pickup trucks, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, just hold her, man. It's just, it, it just, it's so, it's simple, but it's, it's the truth, man. I'm just a simple guy, you yeah. know, and I don't want to lie, you know, about everything that I don't have. You know, and to be honest with you, I don't care about any of that, you know, uh, because I have an amazing woman, you know, and I have more than I'll ever need with her, you know, and, and, and that's what truly matters. So no matter what, no matter what I go through in life, um, I'm just going to hold her, man. I you love know? it, man. It's, it's about. Yeah, so. it was a beautiful song. It was a beautiful song. Kalichi, I haven't forgotten about you, man. One of your songs that I recently did that, that I listened to around the same time. Let's have Sean Denvin go ahead and load up "Hope" by Kalichi. Listen, I always say that I've been through worse, but there's been times in my life where that pain was a first. Yelling at the sky like God and my curse, like why am I alive, why am I not under dirt? All days amazed as I try to find a purpose, as I constantly investigate but only scratch the surface. I'm done taking, now it's time to be a servant. Striving to be perfect, it has always left me nervous. I know my worth, I know what I deserve. My grip's gotta be firm when the tragedy does occur. And look, I finally got a taste of that thing that I've always wanted. I'm the living definition of turning nothing to something. Thank you, Sean. Hope by Kalichi. So let me tell you this real quick before I have you speak <clears throat> on it. Some mm -hmm. of those words, yelling at God, right? Like I can relate to being angry. I think Joe was doing a go live one day and I, and he was talking to, you know, Joe's a, a guy, he's a Christian guy. Right. And I remember being angry, you know, and, and, uh, I've gotten over that, but man, this also too. And then, you know, just the reflection on, 
making something out of nothing. I could relate to that. So I, man, you guys, this is, this is the real thing, right? Like this is what it's about. You guys write music that you're going through. Other people can relate and it's powerful. This was a little different for you, Kalichi. We got about two minutes left. Talk to me. This is a more upbeat for you. This is like a vibe, man. It is. It is. Uh, I wrote that song. I had a little under a year clean and I wrote that, uh, I wrote the majority of it on a beach uh, in Myrtle beach. And, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about, I mean, that's what we really all want, you know, is hope. I mean, that's what I always wanted was to just have a promising future and to just know that everything was going to be okay. And, um, you know, for someone like myself, you know, my hope turns into faith, you know, and, uh, I don't know, it's just easier to walk, through life when I have like just that sense of faith that everything is going to be okay. And, um, mm. I feel like I finally got to a position and a point in life that, you know, kind of how we talked about all night, you know, regardless of what's going on around me, you know, that everything truly is going to be okay. You know, if I have family, you know, and if I have love, you know, and if I have, you know, you know, just even my, my music outlet and, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to spread some hope. And the last line of the song, like hold on pain ends, like, you know, it's just the acronym behind it, you know, is, is so true. Cause yeah, I was man. the type that I would put so much, I put so much emphasis on a certain feeling that I was feeling at that moment, neglecting that tomorrow I was going to live to see brighter days. Absolutely. And, um, and that's just what it, it's all about. <clears throat> you know, even, even to this moment right now, regardless of how I feel, if I don't screw up, then tomorrow I, I, can, I have a better chance at this. Thank you guys both. Listen, we've talked about some of their older stuff. Go to Joe Nestor. Check out uh, Joe Nestor has Unfair Advantage and Kalichi has Lifeline. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us today on We Do Recover with Jared Miller. Help us spread our message of hope. Like, comment, and share. If you have any topics or ideas for future shows, please share that on our Facebook page. That Facebook page is We Do Recover with Jared Miller. If you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to us. Again, thank you for listening. Brought to you by High Desert Counseling, Rise Up Supplements, and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of its sponsors. This has been a production from... A podcast studio.